When this thing got started, when the Jeff Reibold Show originated, the original Coffee with Coach, it was called, the whole purpose, the whole purpose of the show was to give the fan a voice. And we still have this mailbag section or whatever you want to call it. Call the coach. I don't care what we call it. Call the, the coach. bottom line is it's your opportunity to talk with us, to be in the conversation, to get on our show. And there is a stipulation, however, and Michael's really lax about this. You know, Michael's not a hard ass about this, but I am. We want to know where you're from when you call us or write us or text us or email us or however you get in. Telegram. We're not asking. We're not asking how much you weigh, your eye color, any of those. We just your IP address. Your. I'm joking, Jeff. I'm joking. IP address. Yeah. Let's take some questions. <laughs> oh man, it's good to be back. Three weeks in. Happy Friday, to everybody. Hope you've enjoyed the content this week from both ourselves and Jeffrey. Just to remind people, Jeff is on tour. He's going to Scotland on the 25th of November during the day. And Manchester the week after, during the day. And then there's six dates in Ireland, which are a wee bit mad. But linktr.ee slash Reinbold is your place to get all of your Jeff Reinbold goodies soon. If we ever launch a merchandise line. Anyway, Jeff, we've got questions. But we need to talk about something before we get questions. Fred's already put a comment in at the start of this. Lads, comma, Trevin Diggs torn ACL, no, or N and about 17 O's in capital letters. This actually first was reported, Jeff, probably like four or five minutes before we went, we went live. The Cowboys are concerned that Trevon Diggs has torn his SEL. He's off for an MRI right now. Looking like the season's over. Wow. Wow. You know, that's why it's so important that fans understand. And, and it, 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 this is so unique to our sport because I don't know of another sport where the injury factor weighs so heavy in, in a game and in a season and in a career. And Trayvon Diggs is part of that cowboy defense that has been absolutely stifling for the first two weeks of the season. Now you take him out of the mix. It's a different equation in the back end at Dallas. And what they have been able to do because they're so dynamic up front is they've been able to get after the quarterback with four guys. And because Diggs can match almost every wide receiver in the league and, you know, you now can really, you've got the best of both worlds. Take him out of the equation and now the windows in those zones get a little bit bigger. The opportunities mm. to win against man get a little bit better. And those are the things that we're going to have to wait and see. I am really, really hopeful that it's not an ACL, that it's whatever, uh, you know, whatever lower leg injury he has, and that he's able to continue to play and, and get back in a few weeks. If it is an ACL and he's done for the season, you know, uh, that is a, that can, it is a potential, and I'm going to say this, a potential game changer. It's a potential game changer. Just uh, just checking out the internet, like Pat McAfee does live whenever he's live. If Pat McAfee can do it, then I can do it. Shout out to Pat 
continued success in the ESPN. Have you been? Have you had a chance to check out Pat's stuff? No. Since yeah. The ESPN. I like uh, man, I, did you did you watch his stuff in Colorado last week? Really enjoyed that. Anyway, back to the um, back to the topic. Palacero, Ian Rapp, Adam Schefter all saying that he's out for the season. It's just to be confirmed, basically. Well, again, I, I I know everybody's in a hurry to break news all the time, so I I'll wait until the Cowboys say it. But that is really certainly certainly a tough one. Fred Flunk, who's from where? Lucan in Dublin. Yeah. Sorry, Fred, if you're not. And and a, and a great guy and a loyal loyal listener to this show. Fred is a diehard Cowboy fan. He might be the biggest Cowboy fan I know outside of Texas. And obviously, he's concerned about this because it is a tough situation. But as we say in the business, Mike, next man up. What be crazy? He's a he's big, he's big Cowboy fan. Not as big as Fred. <laughs> Jeff, for people on the podcast, you're wearing a hoodie that says Triumph on it. And for a second, I thought you were Deion Sanders. With your uh, cool gear. Well, I tell, you, I tell you, let's talk about Dion. Let's talk about him. Did you get a oh, pair of sunglasses? Because I did. I absolutely love me some Dion Sanders. You know, I'm just going to tell you, I enjoy Dion Sanders. And I think Dion Sanders is having so much fun taking the Mickey out of the entire college football world. And you know what Dion Sanders does, Michael? What he tells the truth and he's not afraid to call a spade a spade, as they say. Well, I, I don't believe him today about his son. So he said, apparently, today about his son, Shader Sanders, at least he's going to not play in the draft. He's not going to be in the draft next year. He's going to play on because he wants to be the number one pick. <laughs> and he feels that he'd be overshadowed next year. I think that's complete cap, to be honest with you. Well, I, I'm going to tell you something. Dion is a very intelligent man. We had his oldest son, who now works as an administrative assistant for him, uh, for us at, at uh, SMU. He was drafted by my good friend Jerry Glanville in Atlanta. He played for June Jones. June was the first one that put him over on offense and taught him a route so he could go score touchdowns for offense and, and on defense and in on special teams and go play you know, outfield for the Yankees and in the World Series. The guy is phenomenal, and he's always been that guy, right? And so anybody that thinks he's different, he's, this is the look back, you know, at the Falcons when Jerry was there. Dion was like off the chain. He was Dion, and he's going to be Dion. And, and all of a sudden, because he gets the head coaching job at Colorado, he's supposed to now talk in cliches and, and, uh, <laughs> not not tell the truth. Ha! Huh. You know that, that old saying, dogs got to be dogs, man. They can't be cats. And that's Dion. Dogs got to be dogs. Uh, I, there's a guy, YNWA Cop 27. As a Monday Night fan, I'm not saying out loud. It's not a good time for me. Jets or Patriots, our first live NFL game this weekend. Oh, good. Oh. Where's Winecop 27 from? I don't know. I don't know, but we'll find I, out. I'm not, I'm not reading any more questions if they don't tell us where they're from. Okay. Well, I, I think this person is going to, from from what I can see, I think they're traveling across the Atlantic this weekend. So I, I'd at least read it out for the crack. And I'll answer it if you want. It's, it's his first or her first NFL live game this weekend. So flying out to MetLife from Europe somewhere. Good chance. Let, let us know where you're from, folks, if you can. 
a good chance of it being a low-scoring game. Hopefully, the Jets' defense shows up this week. Jet, that, Jet, that's a big commitment flying across the Atlantic to see the New York Jets against the New England Patriots. I'm not buying it, Mike. That's it. You got to tell us where you're from, or I'm not reading it. I'm done. Oh, when you when you I, when they come when they come back and tell us where they're from, then I'll I'll read it. I'm not reading it. There he is. He's from Lisbon. Ah, now we're talking hey. County Antrim. Nice to have you with us. Is Lisbon not in down? Is Lisbon not in County Down or what's the question? That's the old question. Let's answer the question. Yes, I am hopeful that the Jets defense shows up because Jeff Ulbrich, who was the defensive coordinator, was a guy that played at the University of Hawaii. He is a great football, young football coach. He's got that defense playing extremely hard. What I would be worried about if I'm a Jets fan. Will the offense show up? That's what's got to show up. They've got to score some points. You cannot rely on your defense to win you football games. They can help you win football games. But in pro football, we use the term complementary football. You need help from every segment of the ball. The, the, let's face it. The Jets won the first week on defense and special teams. Then they lost the second week because the offense couldn't score. Right? So... You're not going to win football games scoring 10 points in the National Football League. It's just not going to happen on a consistent basis. So no matter how good the Jets' defense is, if they don't get some help from that offense, it's going to be a long season in New York. Uh, Matthew Taggart, for first off, is from Newry in County Armagh. Boo, County Armagh. I'm only joking. Newry isn't down. Hold on. I'm getting confused. How about, anyway. how, about, how about my man Matthew Taggart? And I now I get it, right? That's the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders logo, which is which he's ripped off to use his initials MT Matthew Taggart. I love it, Matt. I love it. I love it. What if potentially they ripped him off? Like, there's a whole different conversation. Anyway, was the Trevon Diggs injury in any way associated with an artificial surface? Fred is also pipped in on this, so I have seen your comment, Fred. If so, this should push for further action towards playing an actual grass surface. Man, I feel like we have this conversation every second podcast these days. Like, obviously, the the Jags and the Falcons are going to play on real turf or real grass next week. Um, it's and it's it's an interesting point, Jeffrey. Well, it is, and and it, and I think you know again something that the NFL is looking very closely at. I hear more and more about it all the time. Players Association has a whole committee that's about playing surfaces that they play on. Um, you know, I, I've been to the Cowboys facility. They have the ability to, to to practice on AstroTurf or artificial surface, and they also have the ability to practice on regular grass. Where they practiced, I don't know. Uh, but, again, I would think they would be on grass during the week to save the players' legs because every player that has ever played and every coach that ever has ever coached will tell you that that surface does take, you know, it takes years off your legs. Time will tell what happens if they can replace him for the World Cup in four years. I'm sure they can do something in regards to that there. Uh, let's see. We've got loads of different questions here. Let's see. So um, we have John Murray who's asked a question. He's saying uh, he's a Bucks fan. He thinks the game on Sunday is going to be a close game. Uh, but yes, he thinks the Eagles and he thinks Baker will show, will show old Baker. Do you think Baker will have a bigger performance this week, Jeff? Um Against the Eagles? Mike, does your wife ever get mad at you? Yes. Because you don't listen? No, I'm not getting into your personal business here. I'm just, I'm asking a question. 
Uh, she does get mad at me. If, if you're looking to know where John's from, John's from Dublin. Dublin, Ireland. There's what I was going to say. You sniffed it out right there. <laughs> John, welcome. And yes, I agree with you. I am, <laughs> I am in cahoots with you. I think Philadelphia will go into Tampa, and I think they'll beat Tampa by five points. You've been full Dion mode since you put those glasses on, man. Jer from Galway, living in Dublin. Yeehaw. Jeff, I remember you were originally skeptical of Justin Fields. Jeff is skeptical of a lot of quarterbacks, including that in the Christian at the minute. Any hope of redemption for Justin Fields, or is it another case of a Bears field QB? Jeff, can I chime in and say a very quick sentence on this? I think it's over. I think it's over. It's it's just over. That's well, there's serious, there's serious, serious issues in Chicago. But Gerard, here's my thing, man. Um, I was skeptical because of what I saw him as a college player in a one read offense where he didn't have to full field read. He's a great athlete. He's got all the physical ability. But when you talk about going to the next level and playing in the national football league with all the complexities that you see on defense and all the complexities of the offense and the calls and getting them in, it's, it's amazing. But I will say this, when you do what he did, and I know he's tried to backpedal from it in the last 24 hours. When you throw your coaches under the bus, you are, you've committed now, not an unpardonable sin, but certainly you've marked yourself. And the Bears are in trouble in a lot of ways right now. The franchise is in turmoil. I watched both of his games, every play for two weeks, first two weeks of the season. He looks confused. The offense looks disjointed, simple concepts that like front and back things, you know, how to win on leverage, all of it you don't see in the offense. I, I can't I can't even describe to you what the offense is. It's just hodgepodge, right? And look, he looks confused. Uh, I think he, you watch his receivers. They look frustrated. Clay, Claypool looks disinterested. You know, I, I, it's just, they're a mess right now. They're, that's the only way I can describe it. They're a mess. Hodgepodge. I've, ne- I've never heard of that. You know, Mike, you, you, if you stay with me long enough, you're going to come up with a whole new vernacular. Persona. Did you like that one? Ken, I, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, last question. We're going to have we chat about this, and this is us. Unless if there's any more questions, we'll, we'll try and get them in. Uh, Ken Catchpole from Worthing. Is Matt Canada or Kenny Pickett the main problem with the Steelers' offense? And is Canada really on the hot seat? Did you see Coach Thomas interview after the game, Jeff? Yeah. I thought he handled masterfully. I, and again, I chose uh, – Neil and I do this segment on Inside the Huddle where I choose an assistant and a coach, head coach of the week. And I and I gave uh, Mike Tomlin my vote for head coach of the week because I thought he did a masterful job of guiding that Steeler team uh, – they were able to win a game without with a bad performance offensively, two defensive scores. Um, you know, it, there's a saying in our business, they never ask how, they just ask how many, you know, when it comes to wins. Um, obviously, the Steelers have got to get better on offense. Canada has been a lightning rod for criticism since he came to Pittsburgh. This was supposed to be the season. They went out and got Sayamalu. They, you know, Pickens was supposed to have a great year. Pickett was supposed to take a step, you know, Obviously, they've got 
football players. They've got talent on that Pittsburgh offense. They need to start showing it. And certainly, you know, you can't fire all the players. And you shouldn't. They don't need to. They need to play better as a football team offensively. And, you know, Pickett's been a huge disappointment to me personally because I thought coming out of training camp, what I saw in training camp was a guy ready to take a step. And now what I've seen the first two weeks is he's in some ways regressed even to his rookie year. Is there any other topic this weekend, Jeff, that we haven't talked about or haven't thought about as we decipher ahead of week three this year, this year, this weekend? No, I think, you know, Mike, when you when you talk about a, a, a season, a football season, right, normally for us, we play 18 games. So you break it down into three, six game segments, right? Obviously, in the NFL, they play one less game. They play 17. So let's say you break it down into three, five play segments and then, you know, two bonus, two bonus games. You want to come out of every single one of those segments with a winning record. So if you're a team right now that has is potentially going to go to 0-3 this weekend if you don't win, that puts an awful lot of pressure on you. And, you know, that's why it's so hard to dig out of a hole in the National Football League and why teams like the Chargers and the Vikings and, you know, the, the number of teams that are right now staring at Ofer, if you have hopes of getting to the playoffs, you have to perform this weekend. This is a big weekend of games. Win this weekend and you got a chance. Lose this weekend and it's going to be really, really difficult. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing to see what happens this weekend. I actually get back into the country just whenever the game's kicking off. So lo- looking forward to chatting some ball whenever we get there, Jeff, and, and looking forward to putting the feet up and uh, watching Brandon Staley and what could be his final final hey-ho as a head coach. Time will tell. Um, as we said, Vikings against the Chargers is on Sky, 6 o'clock, Ireland, UK time, and the Chiefs bears in the later window. Sunday Night Football is the Steelers against the Raiders. You can also get the game as an NFL game pass with the zone. Also, Jeff, for people listening to this podcast or watching, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Reinbold. If you want to see Jeff do his Dion Sanders impression in person, uh, six, six dates in Ireland, one in Glasgow, which is just went and sealed today. Get the tickets while I can and one in Manchester, um, which is going fast. So, Jeff, obviously looking forward to seeing you in person. That's going to be great because we don't want to give too much away, but that, that show in Glasgow is uh, it's very close to when you come here, and that's all we can really say. So it, it'll be a nice initial weekend for all of us. Thanks to everybody that's listened, uh, listened tonight, watched, comments, everything. It really, really does mean a lot. Jeff, have you any final things to say before we depart? No, I just want to say a big mahalo to everybody, to 888 Sport for you know the official gambling partner of the National Football League in UK and Ireland for sponsoring this show and obviously to you guys, Mike, at Pro Football in Ireland and and, uh, all of our fans, everybody that listens to the show, everybody that communicates with us on Twitter or Instagram or any of the other social media platforms that, uh, you know, is a member with us on YouTube. We're going to continue to bring you play breakdowns. I'm going to break down Jordan Love. As a matter of fact, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to go put it together so I can get it to Mike before he goes on his excursion and i will call it that an excursion the prague czechoslovakia for the weekend so again aloha 
I'm joining the uh, European League of Football, Jeff. Just in case you're wondering. <laughs> Prague Lions, go baby. Prague Lions. <laughs> Folks, enjoy week three. Appreciate everyone following and supporting us all week. Have a great weekend.